Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to The Feed. We are presenting a show for you today from one of our friends at Fable and Folly. Your new favourite actual play podcast is Realms of Peril and Glory, and I can say that because I'm in it. You can catch me playing Three Card Monty, a playing card-wielding wizard from the estate uh, who loves chicken nuggets, alongside Pip Gladwin from Wooden Overcoats who plays a very grumpy, grumpy private detective with a thick Glaswegian accent, and Liz, who's playing a down-to-earth werewolf just trying to get by... Uh, who has to deal with the likes of us. Listeners Monty gets swept up into an illicit conspiracy that takes him through the Fey Clubs and the werewolf packs vying for power in liminal London. After you finish today's episode, go to realmspod.com or search Realms of Peril and Glory wherever you listen to podcasts to hear the rest of the series. You're going to want to follow this one. Now, get ready to listen to Realms of Peril and Glory. Welcome one and welcome all back to Realms of Peril and Glory. We are here on a magnificent day where we are recording our first ever official episode in person. Woo! Yeah. I'm touching yes. them. I'm touching oh, them with my hand. Uh, <laughs> good Lord. Uh, it's already a fantastic start to the day. I am here with three wonderful players and we are playing the first ever session, well, the first proper session of our liminal game. Can I get from left to right? Wait, your left or <laughs> here? I wish I there. knew what my lefts and rights were. Starting with you, going around clockwise, can you all introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Naomi Thinksit, the sad girl from under your bed. Um, and I do things on the internet. Incredible. Hello, I'm Pip Gladwin. I don't live under your bed, but... I'd sure I'm like to. I'm negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love to. <laughs> Um, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Hi, I'm Liz Campbell, and this is my actual flat. So yep. that's my bed, and I sleep on it. And we're under it. <laughs> and they're under it. <laughs> Coming to you live from under Liz Campbell's bed. <laughs> it's me, Zachary Fortisgom, the MC of the concert running underneath Liz's bed every night. Pink Floyd are playing tonight. <laughs> we are playing an incredible game called Liminal by Paul Michener. It is distributed by, by Modifius, I believe, but I'm not 100% sure about that. You can find the game by going to... Under the bed. <laughs> going under Liz's bed. <laughs> Because that's where Liz left the book. You can find one copy of Liminal under Liz's bed. And you'll have to fight for it. Yeah. You can find the game by going to modifius.net. That's M-O-D-I-P-H-I-U-S dot net. And searching for the game Liminal. It is phenomenal. So. Phenomenal Liminal. We are playing a game set in the city that we all are currently in and live within. The city of London. Dreams. Or dreams. <laughs> All right, hard left turn, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are playing in the city of London. At the beginning of every episode, we are going to be giving a London fact. 
for those of you who might not be acquainted with this big smoke of ours. What is your fact, Naomi? So one of the things about London that is very iconic is the red buses, but they were not always red. Ba, 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 ba. So what? they used to be just like the tube lines and they were all different colors to indicate Whoa. which route they went. Whoa! Yeah, wow. That feels like there's too many lines for different colors. There you is now, confused. maybe. There is now. Mm. Um, but in uh, before 1907, which is when one of the companies was like, mm, we're painting all of our buses red because we just want to be like iconic and sell a lot of postcards. Um, and then that became standard. Yeah, matches the phone boxes, see? Yeah. Now we know. Matches the phone boxes. It allows you to do those um, black and white postcards where you just put the phone box and the bus in red. Yeah. Hmm. And hmm. they make a lot of money, to yeah. me personally. <laughs> <laughs> Good fact. Without further ado, let's get started. Theme tune. Theme tune. <laughs> liminal. Lim. It's so liminal. It's uh, phenomenal. It's liminal. <laughs> We begin, as many things do, in darkness. Then suddenly a train rockets past, an endless serpent of glowing cars hurtling faster and faster in an underground tunnel weaving its way through the city of London. Finally, the car comes to a stop, reaching its destination. The automated announcer calls out as the doors open. This station is London Bridge. Change here for the Northern Line and National Rail Services. A hooded figure exits the carriage and begins to navigate its way through the Labyrinthian Underground Station. There are any number of odd little quirks in this strange city. London has been built up, burned down, built up, burned down, and then built up again too many times. This city was constructed hundreds of different ways by thousands, if not millions of people across multiple millennium. So when you wander down an anonymous alley, you'd be forgiven for missing something as mundane as a door. Your eyes would glide straight past it. It might leave your memory the moment it left your sight, but it is there despite what a robust set of enchantments say. The hooded figure has finally found their way out of the underground station and finds themselves in front of the door. Not only do they notice the door, but they stand up to it. They even have the nerve to knock. As their rhythmic coded knock ends, levers and locks slide open. As the door creaks open, Huge bass thumps spill out into the alleyways along with the revelries of hundreds of intoxicated partygoers. Just beyond the door stands a figure, slender and lithe, eyes just too far apart. If you were there, you might be forgiven for thinking that you were looking at a lie. As though this person with their olive skin, piercing eyes, fine silks, and tight blonde braids was a falsehood, an elaborate art piece designed to distract you. Their smile shines bright with glistening white and perfectly straight teeth. Ah, oh, thank you for coming. Would you like to come in? The hooded figure says nothing, looking the fae up and down. The smile fades. 
Straight to business, then. Here. As if pulled from thin air, a package appears in the waiting hand of the creature, who offers it to the hooded figure. But before the figure can snatch the package, it is swiftly withdrawn. You are to take it to the estates. The figure holds back for a second, clearly nervous. The figure's voice echoes for the first time, croaky and shaky. But what if... There will be no problems with the locals. Take it to the estate. The figure stands for a second, clearly weighing up their choices. By all accounts, they knew they didn't have many. The Fae re-extends their arm, offering the package again. The figure reaches out their arm in return, hesitating for a moment before taking it. The package had no sooner left the Fae's hand than the door slams shut, locks clunking into place and choking the sound of revelries within. The figure removes its hood, revealing the face of a boy, no older than twenty, pockmarked and covered in pimples, frightened. He looks at the package, fearful for a moment. He quickly begins to open it, breaking the white plastic to reveal a brilliant scarlet powder beneath. A faint red glow fills the alley before the boy quickly covers the powder again stuffing it in his bag. With one final glance to the door and a wish that he could forget it, the boy sets off back to the underground and towards the estate. The next morning, we find ourselves south of the River Thames, in a neighborhood known as Brixton, a vibrant place full of life, culture, and the relentless spirit of those who would continue to strive for a better life in this city. At the heart of Brixton is a place known as Windrush Square, and just off the square is a public library. There we find a woman, sorting books tediously into organized and neat piles. This is a woman who has landed a trial shift. A good, paying job is within her grasp. Liz, who do we find? Uh, well, you find Margaret Holt. Um, she's pushing 30, kind of plainly dressed, um, long brown hair, uh, definitely sorting through the books in a kind of uh, quite diligent way, trying to make a good impression. Mm. Uh, this mild-mannered librarian yeah. hides a secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has slight build and kind of pleasant face. Yeah. But determined, really determined to be dealing with these books in a in a good way. <laughs> this squat woman comes up to you. She's got huge, like rectangular glasses with like coke rims. She's got very curly afro with like gray hair, and she comes up to you is like, "Darling, um, how is it going?" Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's good. Um, I uh, I was uh, I wasn't sure how you wanted them sorted, so I. Uh, I started doing it kind of, you know, by by topic grouping because I assumed the inside would be kind of like topic grouping. Well, we do have the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, which of I'm, uh, I mean, uh, when we were studying, we had it was all like online, yes, and I just, no, no, yes. 
newfangled technology and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I'm, but I'm. I'm like. Uh, I'm really happy to learn. So you. Um, whatever I can do, I'm happy to pick well, it up. Well, as you know, you know, wonderful to have you on a trial shift and all that, of course. But um, just, just, uh, just wanted to let you know you have some um, some visitors outside. A um, uh, young man came in uh, asking for you. I'm I'm so sorry. I um, okay, it, it must be uh, an emergency or something. I, I of course I don't normally have uh, friends that come around all the time. Okay. Uh, well, um, if you if you go see them, of course, you know we don't encourage social. Yes. No. I'm I'm uh, I'm really sorry. I um. Uh, this this can be my my break, um, and I'll be back as, that, as soon as I can. Yes. I promise. Of course, yes. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, she she kind of nods her head and, and walks away. I, I smile kind of pleasantly, and then the the minute her back is turned, I just <laughs> kind of you know that moment of cringe and just just uh, <clears throat> run as quickly as I can to the door. Uh, yeah, you run out the door, and as you come out these. Uh, automatic uh, front entrance you see this large stocky man with like curly gray uh and black hair huge bulbous nose he's got scars kind of like that like dip down under his clothes he's kind of just off fuming in a corner of windrush square and you do see that there is a young gentleman who you know as cyrus obi the second in command of your group, let's just say, who's standing expectantly, glances over at the fuming gentleman, who you also recognize, and then looks back at you, knowingly. You all right? I, I approach kind of, you know, swiftly and try and, try and keep my voice down. Guys, I'm, I'm in the middle of work. We got bigger problem. Right. I look. I. Uh, what? What is it? Just tell me now. I really. We got a I, job I, for you. We got something for you to do. Okay. Got to do it now. This is my trial shift. I really need to be inside. Can this wait? You can find like, another job if you need to. I'm sure we can hook you up with something if you're struggling. I'm. It's fine. I can. I can find my own jobs. I just, what is it? The gentleman you're speaking to kind of just whistles. And then you see the stockier gentleman uh, approaches you. He's like, thank you, Mags, for coming. I mean, you, you came to me, but it's no, it's fine. It's fine. Look, we've, um, you ever heard of this uh, thing? going round our streets. It's called um, Dragon's Breath. You heard of that? Have I heard of that? Uh, you have not. No, is that... No, I don't. I'm sorry. Well, look, it's... um. <laughs> you know you know how I feel about, about drugs coming in on our streets and uh, we've suddenly got all this shit hanging about and... Uh, I need someone to look after it, all right? Because I have had fucking enough of it. All right, boss, all right. It's not her fault, she's not been doing it. I know, but... Look, Mags, we gotta sort out 
what's what with this? We've got all this fucking, and he, he kind of pulls out, he really wrenches out this kind of baggie of like red powder. This shit. I try and stand to block the view from <laughs> the inevitable public in Winrush Square. <laughs> yes. Because these people clearly don't have a sense of- Not at all. Public perception, but I do. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. Um, I'm so, look, I, I get it, I get it, I get you're frustrated. I just, it's my trial shift. I really, can this please wait just like a couple of hours? This is fucking urgent. Do you understand that? We've got to clear this shit out. This could be any number of things. The fact this is coming in here like this, fast. Wasn't here last week, suddenly, oh, there you go. We've got 10, 15 fucking people coming in, all high off this shit. And the society cannot be having that. I understand. Is is Isaac free? Is <sighs> No, Isaac is not free. We've got him on something else. It's you, all right? We need you to sort it out. We've had an agreement, we've had a talk. Uh, We've got someone we need you to go meet up with. He's starting soon. Name's Declan, up near Camden. Look, I know... I know you don't think I'm committed to... I... No. Look, I... Why would we think that? Because you're, uh, what, prioritising this fucking library over your fucking pack. Is that why I might think you're not dedicated? Boss, boss, you gotta take it easy, all right? Take it easy. Come on, you know me. You know I wouldn't ask if it wasn't urgent. I get it, but you can talk to them, say your nan fucking died or something, all right? Yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm sorry, I didn't, um, you know, just trying to balance everything. Um, yeah, I know. I know it's tough, but look, it's important. Yeah. Can I have five minutes just go inside? To of course. You, tell you what, you take this. Hands you the, the drugs. <laughs> Stuff it really quickly into my jacket. You take that. You go find this Declan. He gives you a slip of paper with his address. Yeah. Go find this Declan. So yeah, all right? Yeah, okay. Um you call us if anything comes up, all right? I will. Thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. Um Mag's kind of you know, you can see her her shoulders sink a bit, but she'll turn around and go back into the library. Okay. You hop back into the library and what do you say as as the, the the same librarian here you're speaking to is at the desk looking kind of inquisitively at you? You're up, darling. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm really sorry. Um. It it does seem to be an emergency. Um. Uh, as I as I I thought it was, you know, um, weird for people to be disturbing me at work, and um, we've got um. A friend of ours has, has been in um, an accident. I, I don't really know, but I, I'm, I need to go. I'm so sorry. I would be... I, I've really um, enjoyed the um, couple of hours that I've managed to spend here, and I, I, 
is there any way that we could maybe reschedule this shift or, or something like that? Can you roll me charm? First dice roll of the game. First roll of the game. Woo! <laughs> Setting the tone. Oh, damn. I just rolled two sixes <gasps> on the dice. Oh, oh, pew, holy pew. shit. You get the job. Yeah, plus, <laughs> plus two charms. So. She kisses I you full no, on no, no. <laughs> yeah. Full well, tongue kiss. This is... Uh, <laughs> no, no, you know, of course, darling. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm look, like, it's so all sorry. Right. Um, look, we'll, we'll reschedule this. You... Done a good job so far. Look, we, you, the job's here for you, if you want it. But if you got if you got to go, you got to go. So just just go. Okay. Yeah. Right, I'll. I'll uh, yes. As soon as I can. I'm. Thank you so much. I'm. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. This. <laughs> I think Max is about to say this won't happen again, and then kind of, <laughs> there's just a moment, and she holds that part back. We'll see you later. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. She's like, this is. This is a library. It's not like it's not that. <laughs> it's, books it will still deep. be here. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no one's come in in three weeks. As as Margaret walks out of the doors, so we just quietly hear the librarian go, "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, come back to me. Oh, she never Two left. sixes get you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if you would have had had that job had you not rolled two sixes. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, that's it's amazing. Downhill from here, Liz. It's, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, you make your way, presumably, to the tube yep. to find this Declan character. Yep. And as... Victoria line to Northern, up to Camden Town. Precisely. Exactly the route. So as you jump on the tube, we are going to move over to... Is it Whitechapel or Tower Hill? Whitechapel. Yes. We move over to Whitechapel, an eastern area of London. The East End, one could say. <laughs> <laughs> one could say. One could say. One not. Like, no one ever has. But, uh, all right. I'm trying to get fancy for the for the folks at home uh, who don't know I think know you're London. in the wrong the wrong character yeah. to be doing that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's fair. Whitechapel we- doesn't get fancy for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it got fancy once and three women died. No. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Dark. Uh, it's not like it's too soon. It was- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that was uh that was Jack the Ripper <laughs> for anyone uh, at home. Um uh, yes we travel eastward to the east end of London, Whitechapel, on an estate where there are many different buildings for those um, less well-off to reside. People who shop at Aldi and Lidl. For those who don't know, those are discount supermarkets. <laughs> um, and uh, England is very heavily stratified uh, by supermarket. That's very um, true. Uh, so it's not a Waitrose or an M&M, well, which you is upper middle class. have an incredible little nearby with a bakery and everything. It's a good little. Yeah. They do trainers in there now. Yeah, exactly. Shoes, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, personal little trainers. <laughs> get get Jim in the middle aisle. Ripped. <laughs> you buy a tent, get ripped. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we travel into one of the windows in one of these estate blocks where we find a young gentleman nearly old enough to drink in this country, but not quite there yet. I think I think Monty's kind of got that look where you're like he could be 17 or he could be 24. Mm. It's really hard to tell. Well, Monty, the, uh, the legal drinking age, of course, yes. for the folks at home being 18. Yes, the legal drinking age. <laughs> the actual for those drinking age of being about 13. And 13, half. I'd say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
It is quite early in the morning for Monty, I think. It's not. I, I don't imagine. I don't see Monty as an early riser. No. Uh, so Monty, you wake up. Who is in your room? Because you share. Yeah. Quite a significant amount of your space. So, uh, Monty is the youngest of seven. Yeah. Uh, so um, as well as all the cousins and that, so a lot of them moved out, but it's this room has got like, I want to say like four or five mm. beds in it. Yeah. So there's three three bunk bed. Yeah. Tower on one side, two bunk bed. I'm lucky enough to be in the two bunk bed. Yeah, um, very lucky. And uh, because I'm the youngest, I have the top bunk. So. Yes, very nice. Uh, so you wake up. Uh, I I imagine that this bunk bed was built for children um and so you're kind of i i i, I don't know is monty particularly gangly because oh can, he's hella gangly yeah so your legs are just kind of off the edge of this bed yeah um yeah you hear your little cousins running around like different parts of the flat the room um and you do hear a rapping on the door of like little knuckles tiny little baby knuckles <laughs> Who's throwing baby knuckles around? <laughs> the baby with this knuckle got, duster. It's gotten really dark really quickly, Zach. I don't like it. Tiny little hands are knocking on the door. I, I know. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> just enjoyed the image. Yeah, baby good. knuckles. <laughs> just <laughs> throwing. <laughs> baby. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Come on in. I can't reach the door. I can't reach the handle. If look, if you can't reach it, you know why. It's because it's not for you, is it? Can I tell? Uh, none wanted to see you. <sighs> all right, all right. Now, what yeah. have, you, have you had your breakfast? Yeah, had what? porridge. You you had porridge. Yeah. You're seven. You should be using the bleeding stove. That's for eight-year-olds and up. You know the fucking rules. I use the microwave. All right, did you leave the fork in? Yeah, it blew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah you hear a smoke alarm going <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're awoken by the smoke alarm. Yeah, I roll out of bed. I'm already in my clothes. Yeah. Uh, throw on a pair of trainers, which are shoes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll learn the North Americans eventually. We're going to do it every time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I rock up to the kitchen, and there's like, there's like, most of the people in here are like, knee level and below yeah um the tweenies is playing on cbbc and it is really it's it's no bueno um it's really loud can you describe the tweenies no (laughs) (laughs) really beyond description (laughs) you anticipated that (laughs) cool we're not playing call of cthulhu (laughs) how can one describe such eldritch horror I mean, no offense, I feel like children's TV in the UK like really leans into that Eldritch yeah. Holler. I was trying to explain Bagpuss to someone the other day and I was like, Why? this is ostensibly a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Bagpuss is easier to explain than the tweenies. At least yeah. like, there's a cat who lives in a shop, talks to other toys. That's it, right? Like that's Bagpuss more or less. Mm. But haunted. But yeah. haunted. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of haunted. Eats bones. Well, magic the tweenies, roundabout. The tweenies is just like, you've dropped a lot of acid <laughs> and it's not going well. I really wonder if this show needs like a... Um uh, a, a bonus show where we take all the UK related oh, tangents yeah. and just <laughs> drop what them yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an educational podcast. Just get James to come on and be like, uh, for the people at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you. Yeah, so yeah. there's kids that are watching CBBS. I'm putting toast in the toaster, uh, the pouring orange juice yeah. and making Ribena. 
There's about three or four of them just kind of like eagerly, like hands in the air, like yeah. cloying for this food that you're making. <laughs> yeah, and I, I pick up a, a child who's in a nappy and um, and I wipe their face and then just like put them back down on the floor and then leave. It's <laughs> <laughs> the noisiest home. Yeah, yeah, this is the noisiest home in England. And uh, yeah. It's an apartment box, so yeah. um, I, it's like a concrete a walkway with a metal railing. Um, I think I'm probably about third floor. Yeah. Um, but I drop over the railing Oof. and then down to the next floor and then up. Parkour. Parkour. Do I have skills in parkour? No, fuck me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I walk down to Nana Barker's flat. Yeah. And I think the door is already open. I think Nana yeah. kind of has, is one of those people where the door is just open Your at all times. Your grandmother, uh, Nana Barker, is the kind of woman that can leave her door unlocked not out of fear that... Not, not, not thinking that someone won't uh, break in, but knowing that if someone tried to break in, she would not be the injured party in that scenario. Yeah, I think Nana Barker's flat is the kind of one where the neighborhood kids who are not of the Barker clan kind of give it a six to twelve foot yeah. sort of radius. Yeah, very. I think they probably would would call her Old Witch Barker. Like yeah. that's kind of the vibe. Like, she's like if you're sprinting, making loads of noise on the walkway. Once you get to that doorway, it's like pass slowly, quietly, <laughs> yeah. respectfully, yes. and then you keep running. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Your grandmother's flat actually very nice. It has. It's just slightly nicer than the rest of the flats. I don't know yeah, how she I was think able... it's the end yeah. flat. Yeah. And it has slightly more room. For some reason, it's like the building is slightly longer, but only mm -hmm. in her flat. Yeah, and she actually has a little balcony. Yeah, it's sick as hell. It is sick. And she, she sat kind of in her usual position when it's not raining, is she's out in the balcony with a little cup of tea. Um, you do notice uh, as you walk into her flat, it, it is filled with kind of, you get that usual scent of like, powerful herbs and spices and KFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is um, the seven herbs and spices. Uh, no, no, but the, more ritualistic, more kind of these are uh, artifacts and you see scrolls and you see uh, all of the necessities that a very powerful uh, magical user would have in their abode. Uh, but you do she, see that she is just sat kind of with her little cup of tea, smiles at you at the door. Hello, darling. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, kids are good. Yeah. And then you see just she has a bird just on her hand. It's a raven, actually. I've got a little bird. <sighs> in, my, in my mind, you were like, she has this bird, and she just, like, puts it in her mouth and just rips it <laughs> off. Holy shit! <laughs> like, I was like, this is about to go fucking middle of Um... <laughs> <laughs> My brain was like clearly somewhere Different else. Different place, this yeah. I've um, got a little bird, darling. This is big. I'm just like, oh, careful shit on everything. Hmm, it might. It has already shit all over everything. Yeah, all right. Uh, In a metaphorical sense. <laughs> I'm sta I've already gone to the kitchen. I've got a kitchen roll like in my hand. I'm like, <laughs> do I. Is this. Uh, roll me a. Um, <laughs> what is like. Shit the check? Yeah, roll me a, a poo check. No. Uh, well, that's a fine. No. <laughs> no. Uh, what is, like, the arcana here? Lore? Lore? Yeah, yeah roll me a lore check. Like, 
got inside with a four. That's a nine, baby. Oh, that's nice. not bad at all. Uh, so you realize pretty quickly, and you know that this is not a not an unusual uh, thing for your grandmother to be doing. She uh, puts birds in her mouth all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's birds going in is fine, but birds coming out, that's when you know that <laughs> shit is hitting the fan. Uh, this is a young man that she has transformed into a bird. Is... Is that Jem? No, not Jem this time. Um, no, I found this fella. I uh, tried to sell uh, some of your cousin's drugs. Look, uh, it's rough around here. I, th- I think he's probably learned his lesson. I don't think he has. And she just snaps her fingers, and the boy <laughs> transforms back into a boy. He's like, oi! Bitch, what you doing? You fucking mug. I think that uh, reflexively at yeah. hearing someone call Nanabaka a bitch, yeah. I think that Monty just like, yeah. like spreads himself back against the wall, like just like. Wait, what you got, mate? What the fuck? Yeah, no, you're right. Turning back, you're a bird. <laughs> Yo, fucking <clears throat> spits in her face and actually oh. like. I don't think I don't think the spit would ever hit Nanabaka's face. I think it gets within like a millimeter and then just like, like off. Yeah, a, off a... you do see that that it it she does it just like stops and then Neo redirects back at him and yeah. just hits him in the face. Oi, what the fuck, darling? And then you see she like her eyes kind of turn this kind of purpley shimmery color, and you see his in turn. Darling, Darling, you're going to tell my lovely little grandson here all about what the fuck you were doing. And he just turns to you and is like, Oh yeah, what can I tell you, mate? Uh, what you selling? Where's it coming from? Why you call my nana a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I got, um, I got this. And he pulls out this kind of like bag of. Yeah, I snatch it between powder. two fingers, and I'm like, "This is this is not something that I have seen, nope. and I have seen many things yep. in this neighborhood." He's called Dragon's Breath, uh, I think. I'm not sure. It's new. I think I I open it, and I'm just like. Take a good sniff. Yeah, yeah I just big take a, a old little, sniff. little song. I I'm gonna lick my finger. And dip it. What happens? Do you know what? I really thought, I really was like, the thing that's going to happen is they're going to be like too conservative to try it. Or one of them is just going to go fucking nuts and down it. This is like a middle ground. And this is a middle ground. Um, I'm surprised that you weren't immediately like, Noam is the one who's going to... Well, no, I wasn't going to say that out loud. That was in my head. I was like, Absolutely what he meant. That was (laughs) Yeah, that is is what I meant. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Romy... Yeah, let's go athletics. It doesn't matter because I don't have any scores. So that'll be a hot 10, baby. <laughs> yes, you absolutely, uh, you, you feel the effects of this and you feel that it is hallucinogenic in a way. If you allowed it to, it could carry you away to some funky places. But Take me to funky town. What you also feel is that this is, if you took enough of this, you would be very strong. Oh. Very, very strong. As well as being, you get a sense of like... I would be out of my gourd, but quite powerful. You'd be off your nut and quite powerful. Mm. You might also 
you get you get a feeling as it tingles through you, like you get a flash. Like this is the only way that it affects you is you get a red hot flash of anger that just streaks Ooh. across your brain. Yeah, you see red for a moment. I would like to see red for a moment in an active way because that's funnier. Um, I would like to grab the boy by the throat and pin him up against the side of the balcony. Yeah, roll me in athletics again, please. Fucking have any points in that, so we'll see how it goes. Eight. Eight. Yeah, absolutely. You meet that. Yeah, you pin this boy up against as like this rage courses through you. Your eyes have actually turned a bright shade of red for a second. He's like, Oi, mate, fuck off. Get off me. What are you doing? I take a sheet of kitchen roll and I stuff it in his gob because he's talking too much. And then I look at Nana Barker and I'm like, This is new. Yes, I've not seen it before, and it's rather troublesome. Oh, shit. I take the sopping oh, thing back uh, out, and I'm like, where, uh, where'd you get it? Uh, if it's if it's Gordy on the corner, you should have fucking known. Oh, me, um, look, I picked it up out of the catacomb club. That's, that's nasty. Yeah, right, you, you're fucking living, mate. I mean... How you pay your fucking bills, you kid? I steal it from tourists, like a respectable member of society. <laughs> Turn him back into a bird. Uh, yeah, Nana Barker turns him to a bird. Do you need it for anything else, darling? No, I guess I'll get my fucking nice trackies on, innit? Hang on, darling, I have one more thing for you. Just give me a moment. I don't like him. I think... I think he might deserve something quite nasty. And she just flicks. (laughs) Liz is is miming, eating this bird. And And honestly, I'm like, I'm into it. And she flicks. So bird vore is where we've got, we've started. (laughs) Yeah? That's where we're at? I can't believe you said that the word that means that we all have to pack up the mics and go home. (laughs) Good night, everyone. (laughs) You said vor, that's the one. Ding, ding, ding. The podcast is over. Uh, She flicks the beak of the bird and you see that it kind of like twitches for a moment and begins to just like, it jets away like fast as as all hell. And you see it's headed straight towards the Tower of London. (laughs) And she says, he'll join the lot. We'll keep him there unless we need him again. So... Uh, here's an interesting London fact: is uh, if they if the birds leave the Tower of London, England will fall. Yeah. Um, and so your nan is is single-handedly replenishing the stock of birds. And you know with what? Yobs. With yobs, yeah. My with- nan is doing the wrong fucking thing. <laughs> it's about time. Bring it down. Right, darling, I do have one more thing for you. Um, I had a little agreement with um. You don't need to know who we're for, right? Yeah, I think that's probably best. But we've it? got someone who can help you with this, alright? Name's Declan, alright? So stupid fuck. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> alright, hey, hey, what have I told you about respect? About respecting others? You gotta sort if that out. If you don't have respect, yeah. I'll turn you into a bird and I'll bite your fucking head off. Exactly fucking right. <laughs> and I fucking deserve it. Exactly. So you watch your mouth, all right? He's a friend. He's helping us out. Yeah. Well, he's not for he, He's a soon-to-be friend. We haven't met him yet, but... <coughs> too, too complicated. It's fine. It's fine. He's fine enough. But look, he's going to help you out with this. We're going to sort it out. Okay? Yeah. Yeah? Thanks, Nan. And I, I give my Nan a peck on the cheek, oh. and I squeeze her hand, and then I fuck off. 
Thank you, love you, adore. And she also gives you uh, the address that you're headed to in Camden. I figure she'll just WhatsApp it to me. I don't have it. <laughs> what is an app, darling? <laughs> no, uh, WhatsApp. Uh, WhatsApp is the name uh, of a bird. It used to uh, be a small. Used um, to be a small boy on the corner, and uh, now she just like yeah. grabs a sparrow by the uh, neck and like yeets out the window. <laughs> yeah. And it spits out addresses uh. for me. And I do like the idea that she communicates exclusively with birds. Yeah. Mean, you can be fairly certain <laughs> those birds used to be people. Yeah, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. Um, how do you head over to Camden? I think I probably uh, steal a Boris bike. That's what I fucking do. That is the most East London thing I've can ever we, heard. Can we? I don't know. Can we? Can we change that? Because I just it would be super nice if this like fictional version of London that we're playing, and if just like maybe if Boris Johnson just didn't, didn't exist. exist. <laughs> yeah, that's I'd fair. love to play it. Ah, oh, the Bruce bikes. Yeah, 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 Bruce. yeah, it could be a different awful politician. Yeah. But no, like, I think I it's think it's a Tony Blair bike. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we're all like no. Um, uh, I steal, I steal uh, one of the red ghost bikes yep. uh, that exist in the liminal space uh, and are powered by ghosts. So. Canon now. <laughs> Zach, you don't have to stand for this. <laughs> but he will. He'll take it and he'll like it. Yeah, you grab a red ghost bike. <laughs> no, I, actually, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll say Boris bikes are also... Uh, part of the liminal space. Uh, for those at home, Boris bikes are a, a real feature in London where you can just grab a bike and rent it and uh, then return it to another docking station. If it you're an idiot not... or you can fucking steal them. Oh, yeah, it, they were not actually <laughs> invented by Boris Johnson. They no. were not, it was his predecessor. No, was... but he rode bikes around the city a lot, yeah. which was like a whole thing. That was his whole thing. He did that right up until he was fucking prime minister, Jesus. Anyways, excellent. So you grab a Boris ghost bike and you ride your way over to Camden from East London. Yeah. Incredible. We are now going to travel up through the Northern Line and out to Camden, where one Declan Buchanan is- Oh shit, you're Declan. Yeah, oh, that's me. I feel bad now. <laughs> what a stupid name. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> you picked him. It's kind of a cool name. Cool. <laughs> cool. cool name for a cool guy. <laughs> We, we're, we, we arrive in Camden full of markets and incredible artistic culture, uh, this northern area of London. Sick on the streets, yeah. Yeah, and you can buy juggling equipment from any corner store. This game is full of London facts. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get a stick and poke tattoo uh, just if you open your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real success is avoiding it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just off a side street, we head up into the offices of what is the name of the business that resides in this office? It's a really good question. Tingles. I don't think Declan has come up with like a snappy mm. name for, for, for his, mostly given that it, it's, it's not a business that employs more than one person. Sure. <laughs> that person being Declan Buchanan. Mm. Um, so I think it's just the offices of Declan Buchanan PI. And we arrive into what I presume is an empty office. Mm -hmm. And where do we eventually settle and find one Declan Buchanan? I presume a waking for the day? Sure. We yeah, we, we have we have the empty office just sort of off of the, the main door and then through a side door there's a a very small flat, effectively. Mm -hmm. Uh, like a, a bed and a small sofa and a TV and a little kitchenette and a and a 
you know, toilet and a shower just just off that, as much of that in one room as possible, really. Mm. Um, and we find Declan sort of sat on the sofa, mm-hmm. and he's kind of arms outstretched and his head back, uh, just kind of snoring, just in like a in like joggers and a dressing gown. <laughs> um, uh, and there's there's like, you know. There's empty bottles and yeah. cans on the table. There's yeah. like you know half smoked cigarettes uh, in an ashtray. Yeah, and yeah, he's just kind of snoring. Uh, Stecklin is in his late thirties, early forties, mm. um, and he's quite a tall but quite skinny man. You could even say gaunt. He clearly doesn't have a particularly good diet. Um, so almost permanently five o'clock shadowed like kind of like dirty blonde hair mm. quite short um and but uh, because it is first thing in the morning for him at least um the most sort of noticeable and prominent thing about this man is the fact that he has quite a large pair of antlers growing out of his forehead oh that you, you buried the lead with that one my my, my, my friend yep yeah, oh. like, and as he's sort of with his head back, uh, the, they're kind of curling up, and like yeah. as he's snoring, I presume like scraping no- the wall. <laughs> There's like bit. gashes in the plasterboard. Yeah. Uh, I presume those weren't there when you went to bed. They were not. No. no. But every morning, there they are. They grow back. You are jostled awake when you hear a rap on the door and a voice on the other end calling. Uh, hello, I'm looking for Mr. Buchanan. Oh, Christ. Um, uh, what? Who is it? Uh, my name is Yamina Masood. I'm uh, looking to hire your services. Um, you're going to need a minute. Uh, hold on. That's fine. We're happy to wait. Uh, get up. And I gotta get rid of these antlers <laughs> as quickly as possible. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think Declan like staggers, still barely dressed, <laughs> into the bathroom. Yeah, and we don't follow him with our imaginary no, no. camera. Um, but we yeah. hear the whine of a power tool. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I think yeah, we, we we do actually. Yeah, we hear the we hear the sound of an angle grinder. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and some like you know door shuts. Yeah, and you, uh, the sound of somebody who's probably got something wooden between <laughs> their teeth. Yeah, and just this kind of <laughs> like uh, as as I cut really roughly and quite unpleasantly like cut off these these antlers uh, come out of the bathroom. What do you do with all yeah, the antlers I have a question. at the end of the day? Is is the bath just full of antlers? It's a good question, and I hadn't really... I think just in, they in go the in the recycling. <laughs> yeah. God, there is some, like, waste processor out there who is so confused. Who is throwing away all these antlers, and where are they getting them Someone's from? Someone's killing a lot of deer. <laughs> yeah. In Someone London. In Richmond Park. Like, yeah. Ah! yeah. <laughs> and why are they always hoard? They're never... Um, I mean, I probably just, I probably know a guy like in the hidden world yeah. who like wants antlers and I'm like, look, mate, I can get you a fresh pair every morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. That's how just, I'm, that's how I'm paying my rent. That at the is moment. how you pay your rent. <laughs> oh, wow. I've got, I've got an Etsy shop. I, uh, <laughs> I sell antlers. 
There's an app for that. <laughs> you absolutely could sell antlers on Etsy. Yeah, right? Like, that I is, know. Yeah. And you would do well. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's... Pubs of London are, are like full of antlers. Full of antlers. Full of, They're the, all full of the antlers of a man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mantlers. Yes. So, I, yeah, I, I, I remove the newest pair um, and just kind of, you know, chuck them in the sink um, <laughs> and get, grab, a, grab a cap as I'm, as I'm going out. Yeah. Like, struggling into a t-shirt kind of pull it down it's uh, you know it's a jagged job i've had to do so the yeah. caps like looks a bit weird yeah but yeah, i yeah. managed to kind of pull it down over them and i'll go to the door and uh with the chain still on just kind of open it and just peek like one bloodshot eye <laughs> out <laughs> so what you see is this very tall woman uh in like a floral uh suit uh like a business suit uh looks very serious kind of she's how tall are you uh, I'd say Declan's about just under six. I think she's slightly taller than you. And she kind of looks down at you and is like, Hello? Can I, uh, can I come in? Why? Oh, I'd like to hire your services. Right. Uh, sure. Well, yeah, hold on. I'll shut the door. Fumble this is with the chain. Also, how I open the door. <laughs> open the door and kind of awkwardly stand. Uh, uh, come in. Thank you. Um, hmm, lovely place. Oh, it's dusty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this office has just been a space that I walk through oh, rather good. than spend any time. You have in. a lovely Angler. office. Um, dust everywhere. Angler dust everywhere, just in the in the air. You having a good morning? Sure. How can I please have a seat? Yes, oh. I will. Uh, and she kind of like bats the sofa a bit. And, and then sets her coat down and sits on the coat and does not lean back. It's fine. Don't blame her. Um, so rude. Uh, shall I cut to the chase? That would be great. Fantastic. I'm a lawyer. My name is Yumina Masood. Uh, and my client would like to hire your services. All right. And who's your client? I cannot tell you that. Okay. But I can assure you that... Um, incredible monetary value will be uh, ascribed to your work. And what work would that be? Oh, your normal investigative skills. You are a private investigator. Are you not licensed? And former P-Division, uh, I've been told. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'll just take the cap off and like oh, <laughs> throw it to the side. <laughs> yes, I did hear about the antlers. Mm -hmm. uh, that's... Oh. Rough, rough fate. Sure. Um, it's the Queen of Hyde Park, wasn't it? Do I get to ask um, like what this? So I can't know You who. can ask me what you're going to be doing. And you, I can tell you, what would you like to know? Other, I can't tell you the name of the individual or organization who has hired my services, but I could uh, tell you, I don't know. What, what would you like to know? Outside of the that. job. Oh yes. Well, uh, the, we have had uh, we have some affiliations with um, um, organizations. You know the uh, uh, Mercury Collegium, the uh, Lambeth Cooperative Society. Uh, they are both uh, experiencing some trouble with um, a drug that has recently popped up in their respective areas. Uh, called Dragon's Breath, and we're rather wondering if uh, you might be interested in tracking down its origins. 
as it is popped up on the streets with nary an idea of where they came from. Huh. Um, would I have heard anything about Dragon's Breath? Uh, roll me a lore check. I'm a pretty... Yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you're like. Nah, I'm I a, love drugs. I'm a pretty awful human being at the moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm me. not spending time in particularly pleasant places or company at the moment. Roll me, roll so me a lore go, check. See what you get. Uh, cool. Two d six plus two. Yeah, that's uh, that's a ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, excellent. Yeah, uh, that that is what I uh, I said it at. Uh, you you you've heard a bit. So you've heard that there's this new thing going around on the streets that P-Division hasn't really been able to crack down on yet. P-Division being the uh, police for the magical uh, world of London. Pick Division. <laughs> Prick Division, more like. Whoa. Whoa. Um, P-Division haven't really been able to crack down on it yet. You do know that the where you've heard it coming from is the Catacomb Club. That is seems to be the primary place where that drug is being taken, bought, uh, pr presumably then sold. The Catacomb Club is a, a very famous uh, club in London Bridge mm -hmm. that is run by a member of the Fay Court of the uh, King of Wimbledon Common. And you know that the proprietor of the Catacomb Club is called Vance Karma. Uh, you haven't had one-on-one uh, -on -one interaction with Vance, but you've heard that Vance is a pretty slippery fellow and the Catacomb Club is his kind of like... He is the... He runs the area like his own little duchy within the court. Right. And it is very difficult to for P-Division to even get in because of how tied up it is with the Fey Courts. Right. Do we access Catacomb Club via a Chinese restaurant and there's a door in the back? Because that's that's a hundred percent what I'm getting. <laughs> uh, you'll find out. I you we can do know. that in Soho. There's some pretty nice cocktail bars. It is in London Bridge. Yeah. It is in London Bridge. Which uh, which for our listeners is a bridge and also a place. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's not in the bridge. It's in the it's area. Not in the bridge. Well, it might be in the bridge. Could be in the bridge. Who That'd knows? be cool, right? Let's find out, guys. <laughs> um, What's yeah. most important is it's not Tower Bridge, which yeah. is the pretty one. London yes. Bridge is the Different ugly bridge. one. London Bridge is just, no, it's not even ugly. It's just there. Insignificant. Well, there bridge. was a, an American businessman who decided mm. to bought London Bridge and then was quite upset to find out that it was not, in fact, a great tourist destination, but concrete. A London fact. <laughs> um, that is what you know about Dragon's Breath, the drug. Fantastic. Um, just to get the name of the guy running the Catacomb Club was Vance, Vance Karma. Karma. Karma, Karma, Karma. Comedian. Karma, Karma, um, Karma, 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 This is all copyrighted. As your lawyer, I need you to desist <laughs> immediately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what you know about the drug Dragon's Breath. And what does he, exactly does your client want? We want to know where it's coming from. We'd like to know who's distributing it. We'd like to know... Well, really, if I'm honest with you, we would very much like for you to assist the Lambeth Cooperative Society in clearing it out of their streets because it has recently... It's been present in Tower Hill. It's been present in uh, uh, Bromley, those sorts of areas, but, um, but not in Lambeth. Bromley, we wouldn't Bromley get fucked up. <laughs> uh, but I've not been in to Bromley. La that's probably fair. Mm -hmm. 
but not in Lambeth. And they tend to have a rather strict view, that wolf pack, about, about drugs and controlling their area. Point, point me to a wolf pack that doesn't have strict views on something. Sure. Um, okay, and how much am I being paid? £10,000. All right, well, it's a pleasure doing business with you. You'll yeah. receive it at the oh, end. Yeah. You'll receive the first half now, £5,000 in advance, for expenses and the like, and the other half later. Yes? Great. Sounds Fantastic. good. Uh, there are going to be two individuals arriving in about... She checks her watch. ...about 15 minutes who are going to be assisting you with this case. They are both a member of the Mercury Collegium and the uh, Lambeth Cooperative Society. Great. A wizard and a werewolf. I'd better have a shower. You can let yourself out. Very well. Um, it is a pleasure doing business with you. And I'll be seeing you, Mr. Buchanan. But you, Declan's just like, bye? <laughs> Get the f- I already Get the said f- goodbye. Out. You mean uh, lets herself out and... Um, and uh, shuts the door behind her. Uh, Declan, Declan does does have a shower. <laughs> yes, De- Declan has a shower. Declan files the what was left of the very hurriedly sawn off antlers on his head. He files those down. He's got big metal file just in the mirror. Just <laughs> uh, it's awful. Uh, and yes, there are nerve endings in there. Um, oh it's no good. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll get dressed. Mags, you, uh, have found yourself at the front door, uh, where the card is pointing you towards. Right. Um, well, I kind of look at the card, clock the address, look at the sign. I was just told Declan in Camden, so... Yeah. I see the offices of Declan Buchanan PI. There's kind of a little kind of moment of an eyebrow raise. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll ring the bell. Uh, Bing yeah, bong. A, like a really jarring, like, <laughs> like buzzer yeah. sound. Yeah. So I open the door downstairs. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll sort of, as you're coming up the stairs, so really sort of narrow, one of those really narrow, unpleasant yeah. staircases where you're like, you know, my shoulders are kind of brushing both walls. Yeah, if you uh, were wearing like any sort of bag, you would not be able to yeah. get up there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll like uh, open the front door, and sort of leave it open, and then walk back into the room. Uh, hi, I'm looking for a Declan. Yeah, uh, come in. And I'm sort of sat at the table trying to look like, but I don't have any of my stuff here because I haven't had a case in like months. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, uh, look up at, all right, um, you'll be the werewolf then. Yeah. Lambeth Cooperative Society, right? Uh, yeah, you, I guess you know Owen? No, who's Owen? I think... As I step in as well, like, I mean, this is me adding canon, so you can veto this, Zach, but, like, I assume as a dog, um, I have a pretty decent sense of smell, and I managed just kind of a step in and just, like, smelling this man's lifestyle. Um, <laughs> just a lot roll of... Me, roll me an awareness check, see what you, you, you sniff. Oh, boy, that's a lifestyle. <laughs> Do a bonus to danger That's a spicy lifestyle! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Liz. That's double sixes again. You, um, 
I know everything about him. You smell, both coming from the bathroom and coming from this man's head, the distinct scent of the velvet of deer horns that uh, you've smelled before when you lived in America and you used to hunt deer as with your werewolf buddies in America. As I as I speak to Declan, I do that thing where I'm not actually looking at him in the eye. I'm just looking at. Are you? Have you got your hat back on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at the space where his hat is, just kind of wondering. Um. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You... Well, I was told to expect you and another wizard. I think Mercury Coll- uh, Collegium. Yeah. Oh. Um. Well, supposed to be tracking down Dragon's Breath. Shit, okay. Um, Did they tell you anything about this? Because you seem awfully <laughs> surprised to even fucking be here. Yeah, well, I, you know, they told me to go find Declan and Camden, so. Sure. Um, Hi. Sorry, uh, I'm Declan. Yeah. This is Camden. <laughs> <laughs> this is Camden. Yeah, no thanks. Um. And you are... Oh yeah, sorry. I'm um, I'm Mags. It's uh, it's nice to meet you. I give a kind of slightly judgmental look around your <laughs> around your flat. Nice to meet you too. Um, so I take it you are an e- I don't know expert in. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you hear the buzzer ring. To get up again and go over to yeah. the to the buzz in. Can, can I say just Mags? Is- kept her like jacket on is kind of perched on the side of the sofa because I'm wearing like my one set of work clothes which I imagine are just like trousers and a shirt but yeah. like I don't have a lot of other options I don't want to get them dirty yeah, yeah 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 you hear the buzzer go and and down at the door yeah uh your boy rocks up with a bag full of Greg's um, <laughs> Greg's is a pastry shop. It's a premier bakery. It's not neither premier it's the, nor it's, bakery. It's the least premier thing possibly in existence. Yes. Imagine a fast food chain that just sold pastries and sausage rolls. That's a kind of pastry. Yeah, just mainly sausage. Rolls. Mainly sausage rolls. Yeah, and that everyone—it's so British that everyone got real upset when they were like, "Oh, we're also going to have a vegan sausage roll. We're not replacing the sausage roll. We're just also adding a sausage roll that happens to be vegan." They're very popular. And everyone lost their fucking minds. Yeah, just burn it all down. Yeah. Um. So I rock up with these uh, bad boys of steak bakes in the paper bag. Um, and I sort of, I bound up the stairs and I'm like, Declan, looking at the wrong person. Yeah, Just yeah, like, yeah. no, mm-mm. Oh, hi. um. Sorry, are you lost, kid? <laughs> well, look, listen. And I just, I just, it's, it's a slightly wet uh, piece of paper that has your address on it. And I'm just like, what? Um. No, come on. Why would the Mercury <laughs> Collegium send a fucking child? What is... Oh, Christ. What? I go back behind my desk and try and find some booze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. I got to see what... I got to... You have to roll for this. Hang on. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm not... I, I Maybe I forgot some and left it in the desk. Just roll something and I'll tell you what to add. Just the pure 2d6, no modifiers? Yeah, or, in fact, yeah. Roll, yeah. Just roll me a 2d6. I, actually, you know what? Roll me 1d6, and we're going to do a luck check. Right. 
That's a five. You have a half full bottle of your liquor of choice. Oh, excellent. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, throw a steak bake at you and at you. Well, oh, um, hi. Uh, sorry, I don't. Uh, Montgomery Archibald Barker of the Whitechapel Barkers at your bloody service. Roll me a lore check, Declan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just gonna and ask. Mags, but no, I just stare at him. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a plus two. It is two, two. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, you know about the Barkers. You, you the Barkers are an incredibly large magical family, and yeah. you would have absolutely a thousand percent heard of Nana Barker. All right, you're a Barker. Well, uh, one of. My sure, uh, big breed. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of us. So, uh, just for the listeners at home, I am a seventh son of a seventh son, and my family kind of does that, like. As culture. <laughs> they're like, they're yeah. like mm, seven children. Yeah. We should continue to have seven children until they're a, se- a seventh child. Well, look, hey, there's a real, you've got this in your bloodline. There is a real push to increase the influence of the family. Yep. You yeah. know, keep having as many as possible. And the thing is, it's not just the seventh son of the seventh son that happens to have some magical ability. Yeah. They might be the best, but they're certainly not the only in the family. Yeah. It's just like you, you, the seventh son is like the rest of the family has like the low key yeah. sort of like hand, around the house magic. Yeah. And then seventh son, the seventh son, they're like tight. Yeah, they can do the wild shit. They can do the wild shit. So. Uh, okay. Um, d- how old are you? Uh, old enough. I think I think he just you know he's got that wiry thing of the East End of like. Is this is this a child who's had a very bad life or an adult <laughs> who's malnourished? It's really hard to tell. Yeah. Um Right, so I bought you a present. Not just a steak bakes, am I right? And then I lay I lay a bag of drugs on the table. Um Don't you don't need to, I already tried. So the deal is <laughs> listen, so I got the mads, like, immediately. Right. And I got... It's like, as far as I can tell, a little bit spacey, a little bit mushroom, a little bit LSD, a little bit um, a little bit BPM, if you know what I mean. A uh, little bit MGB. A little bit... Uh, CRT. Around the corner, a little bit up the street. A little bit VHS. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. VGA. <laughs> and, al- and also... Uh, I think that if I took like four lines, I could probably like I could probably destroy a bus. You know. I, th- I think it, during this, Mags has taken out her mobile and just like opened the WhatsApp group that's got like the rest of the pack in it. Yeah. It's like about to message, being like, "What the fuck is yeah, happening?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just has a moment of being like, "No, I'm probably in trouble." Okay, and just kind of puts the phone back mm-hmm. down. Right, so you're both like, you know about the drugs or something? Yeah, um, it's got dragon's breath, it's not been on the scene long. Uh, 
some poor knacker tried to sell it to some kids in the estate and Nan turned him into a whole ass bird and now he lives at uh, the fucking Tower London, so. Oh, uh... Yeah, it checks out you don't fuck with Nana Barker. <laughs> mm-hmm. R- right, and... Sorry, I got sent here um, by a, a friend. You guys know each other? You got What's happening? No, I don't know this child. <laughs> um, can I roll law to see what I know about Dex? Yes, yes, you can. Thank you. Just it's Naomi's eight. dice are so tiny, and I feel like so we haven't small. mentioned this. They're so small. This episode. Uh, like, They're so small they can fall into the folds of the dice tray and become unreadable. <laughs> Get bigger dice. I, you have bigger <laughs> dice. Yeah, I mean, there are so many dice in this room. This is a conscious choice. Yep. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know an eight with an eight. You know. No, 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 no. A 12, baby. Oh, oh wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Declan, what happened? Declan, what happened? Oh, yeah. right. Right in the first episode. Yeah. Do this. No, yeah. no, no, no. D- dice, dice tell a story. Um, <laughs> Is it 12? It's yeah. like, it's, yeah. Uh, what happened? So. Um, what, what made you this way? What made. Why are you this way? <laughs> why um, are you goddamn like. It smells so like deer. Declan Buchanan um, used to be a um, P Division detective. Um, uh, and. With a twelve, do they? Uh, I don't know. Do, I don't I, know the full, do, not the full details, but let's let's just go loose idea of the cool. basics. Used to be a P division detective, um, and one the, the 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 story is that he arrested a, um, a a consort of the Queen of Hyde Park. And um, she didn't take she it didn't, well. She didn't take it very well. The 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 consort had murdered a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and those kinds of things are usually solved internally by the Fae, but it wasn't an important human. It was just a guy, um, and 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 Declan still still insisted on on arresting uh, this this consort. Uh, the Queen warned him that there would be consequences, and he didn't seem to care, and um, <laughs> and that's why he grows staghorns mm. every morning. Um, and then like other stuff I think there's probably like oh this is also one of the curses this is also one of the curses but I feel like you can make up whatever you want yeah. about that and I know yeah. that you will <laughs> yeah yeah you you've also heard on the grapevine that he um, he also grows other appendages elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, he also he has been cursed with eternal bad luck uh, and that he is now uh, on the he's marked by the vampires of London. Well, okay, so technically, no. But my cousin Charlie is married to this girl who's like, actually, they're not technically married. So he's technically married to someone else, but they like split and now he's cohabbing with this other girl. And then her brother actually works for P P Division and he was there. When, you know... Anyway, nice hat. Um, I don't think we've met. I'm Monty. Oh, yeah, Mags. Um, hi. Cool. So, drugs? Not as, like, an offer, but right. just, like, they're... Sure. Um... 
<laughs> I, think, I think Declan like just stares quite hard at Monty for like a few seconds and then just picks up the steak bake and starts eating it. <laughs> <laughs> steak um, bake is such a good choice as well. You. Like it's early and I'm yeah. hungover. <laughs> it's a beans and cheese pasty. That's the breakfast. Yeah. Do I know that Mm-mm. that Mags might no, okay, cool. That Mags what? The Mags is a person of the dog form. No, you don't know. Cool. Um I, I I'm just I think Mags is just looking at these these two kind of almost polar opposite men, the quite excitable one and the one sadly eating a steak bake right now. <laughs> Smelling like, of deer. It's like it's like bite, bite, whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> bite um, whiskey. This is not what she assumed was going to be on the other side of this um, errand, no. but it's, let's be honest, it's probably not cl- even close to the weirdest thing that she's been ax- asked to do. No, so um, I think there's there's like a moment of being a bit like, okay, what the fuck? But um, yeah, quickly, I think she kind of stands up. Um, okay, well, um, yes, I'm Mags. I was uh, told to find uh, Declan here uh, to... Um, my my friends are worried about this this drug that you seem to have. So um, I guess I got a question. Is that what you're wearing? Like no no shade. I, it's it's a look, but I don't think it's going to pass muster. I had a job interview. Um, Did you beef it? I um no it yeah no it was it was going fine. I uh, had to just. Come and run an errand. I didn't realize I'd be coming straight here um, or here at all, really. Right. So, club is kind of early. It's about one, one, two ish. So. Better time to go now, I'd say, than when they're actually all. Catacomb Club in London Bridge. Right. And you think that's. Might be. Related so, to the drugs? No. I. Can't say for sure that's where they're coming from, but I've well, heard the distributor who was formerly no wait what's the, what's the opposite of formerly the kiddies now bird that's the fucking one. See you and me, we're like ready fucking genuinely go. like uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you click near his head, just oh, <laughs> don't do that. okay, so uh, club club. Okay, um... I know the owner well. I know all of the owner. We could have a quiet word. Yeah. You are... Uh, so, I have got various IDs on me, but I think I think maybe you want to check which one's going to play best. And there's, like, various fake IDs. <laughs> a passport, uh, <laughs> a driver's license. Yeah, but some of them have, like, is, like, uh, Ken Diddley from Hawaii. Like, they're like, they're like <laughs> Ken Diddley. They're not good. They're not good. Sure. I, if we want to. Um, why don't you finish your breakfast, sir? And um, yeah, I'll neck, neck, take a look at neck these. The, neck the whiskey. <laughs> Let's just get moving, shall we? I'm just, I'm just staring at one of Monty's more ludicrous, where I assume you're like an old Asian woman or something, yeah. just like... <laughs> For sure. 
Um, excellent. So do you want to head down to the catacomb club? Yeah, let's do it. Excellent. So it is about two in the afternoon. Uh, so you rock down on the northern line from Camden Town down to London Bridge. Uh, and you get out uh, on the um, kind of the north side of the station mm-hmm. across from uh, the the spooky dungeon place. Oh, yeah. London the London Dungeon. dungeon. Yeah, the yeah, London Dungeon. It might be called Nando's something else now. Really I forget. Time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was called something else. It's next to... Uh, near the Globe. Yeah, near the Globe Theatre. Um, you, you, yeah, see this spooky, like, people all dressed up and, like, oh, there's a vampire and there's a werewolf and there's, like, this person, like, screaming, like, on a plinth, like, performance art style, trying to lure tourists into... Uh, the the uh, the London dungeon. I thought it was just going to be like the world's worst living statue kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Won't stop screaming. <laughs> Can I? If there's tourists, yeah, I would like heaps. to um, relieve them of, some of, of their, their money. Possessions. Yeah, absolutely. Could you? Uh, uh, first of all, Declan, could you roll me an awareness as you see this happen? Uh, to see if you see this happen, Mags, you can roll me that as well. Can I please get a stealth from you, uh, uh, Monty? Uh, yeah, boy. That is a nine with a hot two. That's 11. 11. 13. 13. Ooh. And Max? Um, 12. Oh. 14 if it's danger sense. No. I don't think anyone's really in danger. I mean, I, 12. I would, yeah. I, I, I you could've. both, you spot this happening. You can, you very easily can take money from the tourist, but these two, you do spot it. Sure. I uh, do nothing. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, my bad. A little bit clumsy. No, uh, welcome to London. Uh, welcome to London. Yeah, Queen's me gran. Like, I'm just like <laughs> fucking... Uh, roll me a d6. Thank you. Three. Uh, you get, you get like, 60 quid. Nice. I, I, I'm looking at this and kind of doing that thing where I'm turning to Declan to be like, is... Should we be outraged? And he just seems sure. so indifferent. Just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the path of least resistance seems to be to just ignore this. So. Uh, yeah, uh, amazing. Uh, so you walk up to, uh, you know that there's this kind of very fancy uh, cocktail and coffee restaurant uh, up at the top of the bridge called London Grind. Uh, you know that the entrance to the catacomb club. You- <laughs> there's there's looks happening over the mic here. And I'm assuming this is an in joke, which I greatly disapprove of because I'm not in on it. We just have been to London Grind. Zach and I fell in love with London Grind. Yeah, it's a nice place. <laughs> we got kicked out there once. Did we? I mean, it, we just we were the last people there by like an hour. Yeah, um, it's just beautiful. Um, you know that the entrance to uh, the catacomb club is within London. So you, if you want to hop up, you do see that there is a, um, you do know that there, that, that you would need to like speak a password of some variety to actually get into the club. If you were right. like just a guest, you like, you'd need to know the password. Uh, there is a, uh, what is the word? A hostess kind of waiting to seat people for the actual restaurant. Um, who, uh, you, 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 with your, uh, could you roll me like awareness? Declan, Declan, yeah. or lore, either, which is better. Twelve. Uh, she oh, is twelve in awareness rather than lore. She is a fae. My favorite. Uh, you can guess because you're south of the river. This is of the King of Wimbledon Commons mm-hmm. Court and not the Queen of Hyde Park's court. 
Um, wh- what time of day is it? This it's one? about two o'clock. Okay. Two o'clock. No, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it's not really clubbing o'clock. No, 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 not no. Really. I mean, it depends on how. <laughs> it's it's only clubbing from the previous day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know the password. I'm guessing. Nope. But I do know the name of the guy who runs yeah, the place. Yeah, you do. You so do. I guess we'll just chance it. I'll walk up to this woman that I, I could tell is is mm-hmm. Faye, so involved. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hello. Um, we're here to see Vance. Is he in? Vance. Um, I don't think there's anyone here that work that's worked here. Or, Guests, is there? Is it guest uh, diner with us? You I put some, thirty some pounds on the de- on the on the hostess stand. Just sort of slide it. Stop you! Just slide it back. <laughs> let's. Pip and I just held hands for the first <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's let's not insult the nice lady. I mean, I'm I'm not. I just I've got sixty, but that's really where I tap out. Um, I'm sorry, I, I, I would love to take your money, but I don't know anyone called Vance. And um, if you're meeting uh, someone who's having coffee with us, um, they might be around, you recognize them, feel free to have a look around. But We're looking for a place yes. that's got a feline and a grave in it. And you can do your air with it. You picking up what I'm putting down? Oh, sorry. To comb? Got it. Yeah, you're, I you're think there there are smart. churches with graveyards. If um, sorry, uh, are you actually? Do you want to sit down and have coffee? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll have a we'll have some coffees. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Um, Great. Table for three. Yes, please. Fabulous. Come on. And she sees you to uh, one of the window seats. I'll have a hot chocolate. Thanks. I don't. One hot chocolate and uh, anything else. I um. Look up and try and see if I can see on the board the, ch- the cheapest drink. That <laughs> the, well, you know that the cheapest drink they've got is a tap water. I mean, <laughs> twelve pounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, short of that is a, a mug of tea. Yeah, uh, just a tea. All right. It's a black tea. black coffee. Black coffee. All right. Be right over. All right. Thank you. And uh, she kind of uh, twirls away. All right. So that that could have gone better. Um, I, honestly, I thought that name would get us through the door unless she's just gone off now to tell them there's people here asking for him. I just, look, like it looked like she wasn't going to let us in. Look, maybe we can sit here and, you know, see if anyone else goes in and ask him how to do that. Monty has left the table while this <laughs> conversation has been happening. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? I put that proposal out, look to my colleagues, <laughs> and realize that there's minus one. Oh, no. Um, uh, I've got fucking Madge out the wazoo. Um, I assume that there'll be some sort of, like, anti-pleb control on this club. Yeah, one would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm if looking, you know where the entrance is. Yeah. I'm looking for anti-pleb control. I'm just sort of yeah, doing a mosey around. Yeah, have a mosey around. Uh, roll me an awareness. Or lore, actually, lore. Good, 12. Yeah, you do get the sense of an anti-magic kind of field around the whole building uh, to kind of quell any kind of brute force attack into the place. Uh, You do get stronger senses of stronger 
enchantments and magic that are outside of this anti-magic field uh, from the back of the building. Uh, but before you can go to investigate that, um, the hostess who is now carrying your drinks and comes and grabs you. I've got your hot chocolate, darling. And she kind of... All right, darling. She, she, <laughs> she kind of puts her hand on the, the small of your back and, and gently mm-hmm, guides yeah. you to the table. Listen, I know I offered you 30 quid. Mm. But if you want to touch my body, that's extra, baby. And I do a... I would my like, apologies. I, I did not intend to touch you in a way you did not want. Have a lovely hot chocolate and rejoin your colleagues, yes? I pick up the hot chocolate and I would like to do a two-step. Uh, the way that she doesn't want me to go. Okay. That's mm-hmm. fine. You can go. Yeah, I'm just fucking... Uh, I'm like... You, you have your hot chocolate? Yeah, I'm taking my hot chocolate. It's got the whipped cream and the little yeah, marshmallows does. on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to leave with a white moustache. Yeah, you, you take a sip of your of your of your hot chocolate. It's so hot. Back at the table, the waitress <laughs> Thanks, arrives. Thanks, babe. Your um, um, your friend is uh, wandering about here. Two drinks, enjoy tea and a and a coffee. Thanks. Uh, I look at Declan with the look that is now grown usual of should we do something about Monty? I mean, you wanted to see what happened. Let's see what happens. Great. Just watch uh, him go. I'm so ready. <laughs> you know, you know that gif where the the guy who's pretending to be the president sits down and then he's like, Wah! and he pushes the water over and then darts the other way. Yeah, that's what I I want to. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's really good. No, um. So, so my intention is. You describe this without using gifs. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what's actually happening. <laughs> Not which mm, gift it resembles. No, <laughs> no. no I so, can't. Um, I'm sort of uh, sashaying with my hot chocolate to the back. Okay. Um, I want to find like a precarious set of glasses, maybe a bin. Yeah, absolutely. That I would just like to like donkey kick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, create a clatter and a thing yeah. and then be like, guys, a distraction. And then dart into where I think the things are. Absolutely. Ideally dragging the others with me by implication. Below. Roll me. Idiot. Yeah, what is the idiot role? Uh, let's say... Athletics? Yeah, let's say athletics. Seven. You fall hard on your ass as you try to knock a bin. You overextend, and then your leg just whoops up like you've slipped on a goddamn fucking banana peel. Great. And you fall on your asses, and hot the waitress chocolate. is just... And the hot chocolate everywhere. What are you two doing as you're observing this? Sitting blank faced drinking a coffee. Yeah. So I, I just sit there, just look from the state of Monty to Declan to Monty to Declan, and I just just quietly drink my tea. Uh you all sit there as this calamity ensues, and your vision starts to go blurry for a moment. As you realize, Declan, what you've just done is walked into a phase den and drank their offerings. Yeah, I'm sick and thought that was pretty stupid. Wait, sorry, what? Uh. And you all pass out as your vision begins to swirl and dance with bright sugar plum colors. And we will find out what happens to our unconscious party next time on Realms of Peril and Glory. Thank you very much. <laughs> we goofed. We done goofed. Can I get everyone's plugs, please, starting counterclockwise, Liz Pip to Naomi. Hi, you can follow me on socials at Liz X Campbell. That's Liz, the letter X, Campbell. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Pip. 
And you can find me at Pip underscore Gladwin on Twitter. And yep. Hi, I was Naomi, and you can find me at Naomi Thinks It all over the internet, where you can find my show at The Kilder. Amazing. Uh, you can support the show by heading over to patreon.com slash light and tragic. It's the absolute best way to support us. And of course, you can follow us on the social medias at Realms Pod Everywhere. That's R-E-A-L-M-S-P-O-D. You can follow myself personally on Twitter and Instagram at ZachFG. That is Z-A-C-K-F-G. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you there? I think I'm getting something. Why are you recording? For science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. Maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary, I just don't want to do it anymore. Just together with me. Radio check, who's this? I didn't do it! You never do anything! We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit! I am not doing it on purpose! Stop. Stop! Oh god. I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. Or listen now to Season 1, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.